0: welcome back
1: thanks for being here thank Sorry. you for making it we needed a quick little sip
0: okay you know what feel okay so we <laughs> <laughs> okay so feel okay yeah No, never mind actually changed what i was gonna say so i was about to say it feels weird to i feel like we already recorded yeah so we went. Exciting news.
1: Yeah, because I was just like, why am I going to Jessica's house yeah, two days in a row? Two days in a
0: row. So we recorded on a podcast as a guest yesterday. Yeah, the podcast is called Kiki with Coco. It was so fun, such a cool experience. Yeah, it was really fun. So I feel like maybe we should spend like a couple minutes like talking about that because yeah, that was obviously our first guest appearance. Yeah. So um, we
1: essentially got an email from Coco like.
0: Mm. Two, three um, weeks ago? As I'll say,
1: almost a month ago, I think. Um, and then obviously, like, the schedules were overlapping with, like, me working and stuff. So it was really hard for me to figure out, like, which day we were able to, like, be on. And she worked with us mm-hmm. um, a good bit, which was nice. Yes. Um, so we were still able to be on the podcast because we really wanted to do it. Because we were just like, this could yeah. be so fun. And it was. It was a really good experience. It
0: was super fun. She is such, like, a cool human being. Yeah. She was Oh, I really, like, even if you don't want to listen to our episode with her, go listen to her episodes because we were, like, binging all of her episodes. Before we went, yeah. She's such a strong, but also, like, this just, like, comforting presence to listen to. And I was telling her that yesterday, like, before we started recording, I was like, you just, like, when you, you know, like, when you listen to a podcast and you just feel like you're getting such, like, and And you can actually
1: relate and the person is being genuine. Like, it was, like, having a conversation with, like... A homegirl.
0: And her guests are all so intelligent and just so, like, I don't know. I was honored that she wanted us to be yeah. on her podcast. And I forgot to ask her, <laughs> like, why us? You know, oh, yeah. like, what, like, stuck <laughs> what? out to uh, like yeah. a, a, to her about us? Right. Because, I mean, obviously you guys know, like, we're fairly new here. You know, yeah. we're not like established in the field. Not so at all. It was interesting that she had reached out because she's yeah. pretty established. Like she's been doing it for quite some time. Yeah. Um,
1: and the episode, the conversation was about relationships and yeah. deal breakers and stuff. And um, I'm after. a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, and after we had um, wrapped up recording and everything, uh, we were talking to her for like another, f- like five or 10 minutes. Yeah. And Jessica was just like, you know, we were thinking about doing a relationship episode. And I think we kind of sort of, talked about it like a little bit mm-hmm. at like the beginning or end of one of the episodes like a couple of weeks ago. And we were like, we want to do a conversation, like we want to have a conversation on the pod about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, different types of relationships. I also think we were also talking about sex.
0: Yeah, that was not expected. So yeah. like we, so she sent us, because this was all a very new experience for us. Like we would never, we'd never, you know, considered being on someone else's podcast or anything like that. Like obviously it was something that we were open to it, just wasn't right. an opportunity we had had yet. So, when she sent us the show notes, um, she wanted to talk about like deal breakers, like relationship deal breakers, which, like, we have talked about in an episode. We did, but I think we talked about like red flags, yes. Um, so that's kind of like what we prepped for was to talk about deal breakers. And I think she had asked us, like, Is sex a deal breaker to you?
1: She, yeah, she had said, What about sex? And me, we, I looked at <laughs> Jessica and I was like, We had literally just talked about this, yeah. And I guess we can. Just like, touch on it very quickly, but we essentially just said, well, I had said that sex isn't the most important thing in a relationship to me, Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like sex can be extremely important in relationships to some people.
0: Yeah, it did, like, (laughs) so when Ali and I, like, first started the podcast, we had said we wanted to do an episode on, like, sex and intimacy. Yes. But obviously, that's tricky, because it's not like we want to talk about things, like, in a more, like, provocative manner, yeah, it's more, no. and I think what I really enjoyed, more when, of, like, a
1: relatable manner than yes. provocative, and,
0: and like, um, like, a big sister, maybe, yeah, like, not so much, like, in the nitty-gritty of it all, but, like, how to be healthy about it, you know, like, a healthy, sex, healthy sex life, yes, and kind of, like, what that entails, and so when she was talking to us, and she asked us that question, we ended up, kind of, like, getting into this whole other bigger thing about, like, boundaries, and, like, what you can't compromise on yes um in the bedroom we talked about consent yeah big we talked about consent a lot um and I think we talked about I don't know if this was like in the episode or we talked briefly after about it but like sexual fluidity like how do you interpret we kinda a we kind of talked about
1: that. it and we kind of talked about yeah. it in the episode so moral of the story is we're going to do an entire episode about I don't know if we're going to put relationships and sex in the same episode because I feel like relationships could be an entire episode and sex could also be an entire yeah. episode because there's so many different avenues. Like, mm-hmm. whenever we talk about um, sexual fluidity, um, whenever we talk about a healthy sex life, uh, finding a sexual partner, intimacy, whether it's monogamous or non-monogamous. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, for sure. I, I think we wanted to, well, I think we should do a whole, like, month-long like four episodes all dedicated to different facets of relationships. Like I said to Leah one day, I was like, we should do an episode on dating apps. Like just like, we
1: should do that for it. the entire month of February, even yeah. though oh, I guess technically, well, this is technically the first episode of Definitely February. It is, yes. Um. So I guess us talking about it at the beginning and talking about today's topic, which is finding your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going from finding your purpose into finding um, a, partner. a partner and having like, good sexual chemistry and good sexual health with your partner. I feel like that yeah. um, kind of a sort of a good leeway, just into relationships in general, yeah. finding your purpose and finding out who you are first.
0: Cause we did one episode on relationships, but it was very, and I think sure. what I, I like about kind of like where we've gone since the beginning, um, uh, which was back in October, which like, isn't that long ago but to me, I feel like we've been doing this for like,
1: it was a long lot, time. But ago. it feels like we've
0: been doing it for a lot longer than three months. Um, but the one thing I remember about that episode was we covered, we used to be very general about the things we talked about. Like, we would just cover, like, a broad scope of different things within, like, one hour long episode. Whereas I think now, like, our approach is, like, let's take, you know, something a little bit more specific and expand on it. So I feel like to do relationships again would be cool to kind of, like, take the smaller aspects of a relationship. And dive deeper into it. Yeah. So I think we we asked her if she'd be willing to come back on and do an episode about mm-hmm. sexual health and sexual wellness. With us, if that's something you would like, let us know. I mean, it's definitely not something that either of us are like. Yeah, that's like the most comfortable topic in the world. <laughs> like it's it's definitely gonna take a little bit. I think of like conversation about like, okay, so what are we actually going to say? I think that one we might have. Notes I feel like for as I was about say for that one, I
1: feel like we might have like bullet points on yes. like things that we want to touch on, just so we don't go off on a tangent, mm-hmm. and also so we can make sure that. Um, for us recording and for you guys listening that we don't make anyone like too uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's modest. Yeah. Like, it, we're not going to be on here and be like, girl, you need to yeah, 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 no. do something strange for <laughs> a little
0: piece of change. We're not
1: going to do that. <laughs> I was going to say do something, something strange else. strange so,
0: for a piece of change. I was going to say something else. Good Lord. So, yeah, we'll that, that was our day experience day. on uh, guest, being a guest on someone else's podcast. That was yesterday. It was that was really yesterday. fun.
1: So thank you so much for having us once again.
0: Um So, yeah, so today so from the previous episode we did, um, we had a poll and finding your purpose was like the second highest one. Mm-hmm. So wait, it's leaving me now. What was our last episode on? Why am I like not? Social anxiety. Oh, that's right. That one was like much higher, but then there was like finding your purpose was like
1: a very close second. It was like maybe in. two under and then relationships was the next one. It was self
0: Self-love. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so today we're going to do Finding <laughs> Your Purpose. This is something that I have many opinions about. Um, this is something that I think a lot – I feel like it's almost taboo in the sense that, like, you hear it a lot of, like, find your purpose, find your passion, or, like, your passion will lead, lead you to your purpose. But not many people in, like, conversation will be like, oh, like, my purpose in life or, like, what I feel my purpose in life is. Obviously not, like, a casual conversation, but even when you get, like, kind of, like, deeper with people, you don't really – talk about it too much like if if someone believes that they have found their purpose like it's not often like addressed about yeah Um, which makes a lot of sense because I think a lot of times like I understand that I am very fortunate in that I knew from a very young age what you wanted to do and you actually stuck with it and what I was meant to do like I would go as far to say like this is just like always what I was meant for um, like this career was handcrafted. For yeah. Me. And and honestly, like it's my character, but there's a perfect career for it. Like that's kind of like how I rationalize it because I wrote this in my personal statement for grad school. I said like, you know, I'm a mental health counselor every day of my life. Like it's not, it's just part of my character. Like I'm a listener. I'm an empath. Like I care about people so deeply. Like I don't care who you are. And like, mm-hmm. I just feel like the profession fits who I am. Like I'm not fitting into the profession. So For that, I feel like I've always kind of known um, my purpose in life. So, but I obviously empathize so much because I know that that is not the case for a lot of, a lot of people. Like that is not something everyone knows.
1: Yeah. And then also while Jess is talking about that, we touched on like a couple minutes before we started recording, like whenever people think of like finding your purpose, it doesn't always have to be like career field, finding your purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like with Jessica,
0: Bentley wants to
1: say that he thinks that his purpose is saying hello. Hello. Um, So when it comes to finding your purpose in ways that are not a career field, for me specifically, um, I feel like I'm on a career path. Is it the career path that I saw for myself? No. Can that career path change at any moment in time? Absolutely. But um, for me personally, and I think it also started a little bit at my previous retailer before I was at, Um, Target but I have a passion for um, helping others and I think more of them being comfortable with who they are um, and being comfortable with um, the things that they do in their workspace if that makes sense so like whenever I was working at Target um, whenever I was working with Jessica because we don't work together anymore. So yeah, that's, that's really sad. Really so whenever I was working um at the old location that I was at, um I found myself a lot of the times, like almost every single shift that I worked, I was always helping others, making sure that they achieve the goals that they needed to achieve. Um, helping others realize that they have to believe in the things that they are doing in their work center and in their workplace to make sure that they're also benefiting from their work experience and from the learning moment that's happening like right in front of them. And I've been doing it since I was at American Eagle. And so I feel like that has like, I have found my purpose in a different sense. And I think that happened more so I think at the beginning of 2021 yeah. And I feel like that's whenever I saw myself changing in my work environment Um, because I really, I was having a conversation with Akita and she was telling me that, um, you know, once upon a time she was just like a regular team member at Target and then somebody believed in her and gave her the tools to better herself. And so now she wants to give those tools to somebody else. And so then it's almost like I want to do the exact same thing. That's what I was going to say. I see a lot of you and her. Yeah, I want... Thanks.
0: You're welcome. Her and you.
1: Akita, you're literally kind of sort of like a role model. But anyways... She's an icon. (laughs) And so I want to do the exact same thing, right? I want to make sure that people are finding their purpose, um, not just in a workplace, but also like outside of work. Because you don't have to be... Like, you don't have to work at Target for the rest of your life for it to benefit you and how you see yourself and where you see yourself in a couple of years. You can take what you, like, at any, what some people might think is, like, a regular-ass job. That regular-ass job can actually shape who you are as a person more than you, like, more than you think that, you could. More than
0: you may think, like, the day you start. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I think that has been more recently my purpose that I've been finding um, very slowly. So I'm going to... Continue to unroll that and unpack that and see where that goes. I feel like um, this path that I'm on of just like wanting to help others and see yeah. others like reach their fullest potential. I feel like can be something that's really positive for me.
0: So. so what I feel like I heard you say is that. So this is like what I took from that. So I feel like and this is also a growth that I've seen in you is I feel like you are a leader. I feel like your purpose is to almost coach others to their potential like yes. that's always kind of how I've seen you is like this it's not even like a, a motherly figure it's almost like like it kind of reminds me of when I used to play very serious soccer like and I would have a coach and there would be times where they were really nurturing to me but then like you also have that side of you where you have often given people a kick up the ass and you're like you know and I feel like, into high
1: gear and I feel like I explained that to I was talking about this with someone and I was just like I feel like I am more of a nurturer. And so whenever me and Akita were going over like what I saw myself as strengths um, and what I saw as like growths, one of my strengths, I really feel like, and once again, this is me like honing in on what I think my purpose is. One of my strengths is my ability to connect with other people on a deeper level that many other people won't take the time to do. So whenever... I meet new people, especially if I'm working with you, often I want to get to know you. I want to know who you are. I want to know how you work, how you learn, what makes you uncomfortable, what makes you comfortable, what makes you feel seen and heard. I want to know those things so that way you have a better experience at least whenever you're with me. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that everyone is just as comfortable as I am in a room. And if I don't feel comfortable in a room, I'm not too sure about everybody else, but I'm not gonna be at my best. And so I, whenever I'm at my best, is when I am comfortable. And so I want other people to be at their best, and for others to be at their best, they also have to feel comfortable. Yeah. And so I feel like that's just a strength of mine, and I think that just feeds into what my purpose is even more.
0: Yeah. But it takes,
1: so it takes time. It takes time to find your purpose, and to it takes time, and it also takes like deep diving and soul searching, yeah, and like self realizations. And I have. I had a couple of those moments over the past at least two years, I think.
0: But I think you're touching on something, you know, big, too. It's that, like, right now, like, when I first met Aaliyah. And Was we, that a completely different person? Well, no, I wasn't going to say that. But, like, obviously we were close, but we weren't, like, as close as we are now. So I knew you no, enough kinda to know. It kind of just, like, randomly happened. Yeah, I don't know. But I knew happened. you enough to know that that wasn't what you saw yourself. Like, that, to me, like, when I first met you, you were like, I'm going to go be a paralegal. Like, I want to go advocate for people in the justice system like that was like how I knew you then and then it's like when things happen and life gets thrown you know you curveballs or opportunities are shown like to me then I saw you kind of like flourish into this person that was like almost like this trampoline for like the people (laughs) around you that you were like trying to like lift them up and trying to like somebody them
1: somebody literally was just like do you feel like um people at your job? They asked me this at Two Notch. they were just like, "Do you feel like people like at Gardner's Ferry like look to you a lot for things?" And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." And I don't think it's a bad thing. It honestly made me feel really good, and it made me feel like. I was actually having real, genuine connections with people and that they trusted me enough to come to me and tell tell me things that they were going through outside of work and at work Mm -hmm. or if they needed help, like problem solving, if they just needed to vent and Mm -hmm. take a second because sometimes you just need to take a fucking second and that's okay. You can take a second. But anyways, went off on a tangent.
0: Yeah. Well... What I think also is important to, to note because this whole thing of like, what is my purpose in life is like kind of a daunting question. And I think that it can be very much simplified to the fact that you can have more than one, right? Like yeah. you are not the same person in all phases of your life. So your purpose may not always be the same thing. Like you can go through phases like you did, you know, where you're like right now, this is what I'm here to do. This is how I'm going to serve other people. But the main thing that we got when we kind of posed this question was um, how do I even begin to find my purpose? Mm -hmm. And then the second one is like, I don't really think that I'm passionate about anything enough yet. I
1: don't think that I have a full purpose.
0: Yeah, like I just feel like, I feel like a lot of people don't have anything that makes, you know, like the cliche of like sets their soul on fire.
1: That gets you like super excited. Yeah,
0: and I feel like, I heard someone say this one time, um, he's an entrepreneur and he like, goes and does, like, a lot of talks and stuff, um, especially to, like, young people. And I heard him say one time that if you haven't found anything you're passionate about, it's because you haven't tried enough things. And something about that just really resonated with me because I was like, dang, like, that's, dang. that's true because, like, if you're doing <laughs> the same things all the time and you haven't found anything that, like, makes you feel alive, then, like... Try something else. Then you're not doing anything, you know, like, you...
1: Worthwhile. Like,
0: So many times people take certain cliches way too far. Like what's meant to be will be, Um, you know, or like whatever happened or like, like everything happens for a reason or um, when people are talking about relationships and they say, I want to meet someone organically. Like if it's meant, if I'm meant to meet someone, I'm, I will. And I'll just, I'll just bump into him on the street. And I'm like, I understand. Here's the thing about these (laughs) cliches. It's like the message is there, right? But people take it as hands off. Jesus, take the wheel. Like I don't got to do shit <laughs> because everything that's coming to me, I just got to come. If I just sit here long enough, it'll hit me, you know. Yeah, and and that's like that's also not, not life. How that works. That's yeah. not life.
1: You still have to work.
0: The, I think the idea of what those things are saying is try a million things, and if it's meant to be, one of them will stick. Yeah. And if not, try a million things, try a million and one more. will stick. And this is just like Albert Einstein. Like he will always go. Down, no. Thomas Edison will always go down as being the person who invented the light bulb. But he tried a thousand ways that didn't work. But does anyone talk about the thousand things that didn't work? No. Mm -hmm. They talked about the one thing that did. Yeah. And I know that that's also very much, like, talked about. It's like, Thomas Edison tried a thousand ways to make a light bulb. But, like, that's true. Like, he sat there for God knows how long. And we're still using light bulbs. Right. Or, like, take, like, Steve Jobs. Wasn't he the one who, like, came up with Apple from his garage? Like, you know, there's, like, the world is full of people who... And the chocolate chip cookie was an accident. That was a mistake. And now we eat chocolate chip cookies all the time. Like, sometimes things you have to try. Like, you have to put yourself out there, you, you know? spill
1: some milk chocolate morsels into some milk. So,
0: I feel gym. like what might help is, let's take a specific example. Let's take, like, so let's say that you are, um, say you graduated college. Mm-hmm. And you're working a job that you're like, okay, this pays my bills. Yeah. That's about it. And on the weekends, I hang out with my friends or I go see my family or I don't really do anything and I'm just kind of like living for my next nine to five like job and like my next paycheck.
1: That's terrible. to live.
0: It is. And I think no one wants, I don't think a lot of people want to admit that it bothers them that they don't know what their purpose in life is. And I didn't mean
1: for that to sound harsh either. No, No, no.
0: I mean, that's, I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah. But I think a lot of people would rather know, like, I think more people than care to admit think about what is my purpose in life. You know, I think a lot of people actually think about that. I feel like a
1: lot of people do think about it, but I feel like whenever people start to realize that they don't know and they hit these bumps, like the ones that we're talking about, they just stop. Yeah. Instead of continuing to go and go and go at it until right. they find something that sticks.
0: I think you need to think about, for me, this is how I see it in the people around me. Right. So let's go back to the analogy. So you're working a job that you don't really care too much about. No, these fucking analogies. Well, it, it, I'm trying it to works. make it it works, tangible. it works, it works. And on the weekends you do whatever it is that you do, but you're, you know, you're thinking, you're like, is this really all that's meant for me? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think what we do with that is we think about a couple things, right? What makes you happy? What, and what, what are you doing when you don't feel like you need to be doing anything else? I remember that quote stuck out to me one time and back when I was writing a lot. And for me when I was writing, I never felt like I should be doing something else. You know, like when you'll be scrolling on TikTok and you're like, I really should be doing laundry. You know, like, you know, you need to think (laughs) about (laughs) what are you doing when you're like, no, this is where I need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're not thinking about doing anything else. Where are you? Who are you with? What's happening? You know, like think about, to me, think about someone like Pete Davidson. Like he makes people laugh. Like he's hilarious. You know, Kevin Hart, people like that that just bring people joy. Just from being themselves, like they don't actually in have a to do In a comedic sense,
1: both right. of them are kind of sort of terrible humans, but well, yeah, in a we're, sense, we're
0: speaking yeah. of just like their what they offer, their job. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know too much about them as people. I've never met them, but from what I hear, there's some controversy.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> from what I've heard, it's been a little. I don't on know the too rocks. much about pop
0: culture, but I'm it's just fun. you know I think it's just kind of about thinking like, you know, what do I bring to the table, and when I do that. How do I feel? You know, like you can walk in a room and you love to make other people laugh. Like that can be your purpose. If that's what makes you feel alive, if that's a high that you get off of life, then go with that. You should do that. And that doesn't mean it's a career. Like that means you could go do stand-up for, I don't know, like not even for money, just because you want to. Just
1: because it makes you feel good. Because it brings you
0: joy. Yeah, or like when your friends are going through a breakup and you're the person who makes them laugh. You know, that can be what you give back because the world gives you so much at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget that, you know, how much we have. And I think what we do with that and the purpose is what we give back. I think that's the, the piece that I think people are like, it's this existential thing. Like, am I supposed to cure cancer? Like, Because no. I feel
1: like people are so used to receiving and receiving and receiving and receiving
0: mm-hmm. that whenever it's time to, like,
1: give, they don't know how to give back. Yeah. They don't know what to give back. And I feel like that is something that absolutely has to be worked on, mm-hmm. um, especially in, like, this new age and this new generation. I feel like a lot of kids, specifically kids that are, like, in middle school, high school, and freshman's in college right now. Sorry, you guys. But I do feel like people are not used to like working as hard. And I don't wanna like sound old as fuck because I know old people say that all the time, but I really do feel like that we live in a generation where people expect things to be handed to them and they think that they aren't supposed to work for things and they think that they're not supposed to have drive and ambition you still have to have those things like you can't be like fucking Addison Rae on TikTok and make a couple dances and be like ooh right and then get a verification check and then you're set for life like that right. is not how that works like not everyone can do that
0: but then you take someone like Charlie right so she, i mean she's she's a kid like she's 17 but she is making so many young girls like feel good because of just the way that she is like there's mm-hmm. a difference to me because i'm not part of that like yes i'm a Gen Z I don't want to talk about it, but it's okay. I'm not like the, my sister, the way that she watches TikTok <laughs> is not the way I watch it. You know, I'm yeah. like just, I'm older than both of those girls. So when I watch them, I'm like, I'm seeing it from a different lens. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I've seen kind of like what each of them do, what you can look at on the surface is being like pretty much the same thing. I think there's this level of like relatability about Charlie that a lot of young girls have like grabbed onto and it's making them feel brave almost. You know, like if this 17 year old girl can just be herself and be a talented dancer, and like now look at her, she's got a fucking Dunkin' Drink, right? Like she's inspiring. She a drink? Yeah, it's called the Charlie. She's inspiring <laughs> all these girls to like go be themselves and go chase their <clears throat> oh dreams God. and like go do whatever they want to do with life. And then she's being honest about her mental struggles. You know, like, I think what she does, that is her purpose, even if it's just for now, even if it's just till she's 23 and she, then she goes and is a lawyer, I don't know. But like, you have to take things as like, what, am I provi- what service am I providing to the world today? You know, and, and what way do I show up in a room? We talked about this last episode. And I think that is so important to know that about yourself. Like, what, do I, what value do I add to a room? And if you don't know, ask ask like i that's i know it's like weird to like walk up to your friend and be like hey like what, what do i bring to the table what attributes do you think that i like most exemplify but i mean listen. sometimes
1: it's easier for someone that is on the outside looking in mm-hmm. and for someone that is not you because you are your own worst critic I feel like if you like, I feel like I asked you that question like whenever I was trying to get my shit together for my interview, and I was just like, "What sets me
0: apart from people, Jessica? Like, what do you think I bring to the table?" And do you remember what I said? No, I don't. I said you're a leader. I said you encourage other people to do better, and you just sat here. You don't even remember me saying that to you. No, I don't. And she and I literally just sat here and and said said it verbatim.
1: Yeah. So it takes it takes like sometimes because. I like to think of myself as a regular degular smegular girl like I like to think that I am no different than the next person that walks in the room but sometimes I have to realize and it's okay to realize this sometimes and it doesn't have to sound as snobbish and as like prudish but I bring a lot to the table and you have to believe that you bring a lot to the table. You have to believe that you have a lot of things to offer because if you just think to yourself like, oh, I don't have anything to offer, then you will never think you have anything to offer. Right. But if you think to yourself that, you you know, like I have something to offer and I think that I can find my purpose and I feel like whenever I find my purpose, I can I can, make other people's lives better, make my life better. Literally you can do anything that you fucking want to yeah. whenever you figure out what your purpose is. You just have to. Yeah. You have to literally sit down and think to yourself or sit down with one of your friends and have a conversation like this and be like I don't know what my purpose is or I don't I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I yeah. don't know what I want to do. Um I don't know what I'm, I'm good not at. I'm not comfortable with where I am like whatever it is. I feel like you you're allowed to have those conversations with someone that you trust and you should have those conversations with people that you trust and I feel like I can have that conversation with you. I feel like I can have that conversation with Bria or Ashley. I feel like I can have that conversation with Michaela, Leah, Kendra, Taylor, my mm-hmm. sisters, mm-hmm. my parents like I have a lot of different people in my life that I know Akita that I can have those conversations with about what 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 I'm doing and how can I be better at what I'm trying to do
0: right? And a lot of times too, I think that people have a lot, like I kind of, whenever I think about this, I think of, um, my friend Hannah, because she has this wonderful empathy for animals and like, it's just such a beautiful thing. Cause everyone loves a, a good fucking dog. Everybody loves a dog. But like the way that she loves animals, <laughs> everyone loves a good fucking dog. like all anecdote back, we've been friends forever. So back when we were kids, we were taking a walk in her neighborhood back. I think we were like 10 and there was a dead squirrel in the road and i'm like all right that's fucking gross like let's go like we're gonna go watch like i don't remember what probably Hannah montana i'm like let's go you know and she's like no like we need to bury it And i'm like we need to bury a dead squirrel and she's like yeah so we get a stick hoist this dead squirrel out of the road and go bury it in the woods and like from that that moment always stuck with me because i'm like the empathy that she just has for animals has always been like such like this wonderful thing to witness, you know, and she always talks about like if she was going to go to the Humane Society, she wouldn't get a puppy, she'd get like a 10 year old dog. Nice dog so, they yeah, have a so good that they rest have of a good rest, rest of their life. And when she says things like that to him, like, damn, like it might not be her career purpose, but if she's giving back something like that to animals, like to me, like that's a purpose, you know, and she a purpose was given can bring that you passion. joy, yes. and that
1: brought Hannah joy. Yes, her connection with animals brings her joy.
0: Yeah, it's just something that's part of who she is. And she doesn't try. You can just see it come out of her, you know? And for me, I'm like, that's a purpose. You know, that's something that was just placed in you for you to go do something with, you know? Or, for example, like, she has this beautiful, like, rationality about her. She doesn't get too emotionally invested. She loves forensics. I'm like, go into forensic psychology. You know, that could be a career. That's something she cares about. So I think you can have a couple different things that are just your nature drives you to do certain things. And I think we always say this too, it's just about knowing who you are. I have another friend who wants to be a teacher and when she has to like do a lesson plan or read a book that she, cause she wants to be an English teacher. So, you know, in her classes, she has to like write a lesson plan and then she has like another like stupid class. And the change in her face when she goes to like do a stupid assignment for this class or instead write an entire lesson plan <laughs> for her teaching class, just the look on her face is just obvious. You know, it's just this like. I get to make a lesson plan. Yeah, brand. she loves it. And I'm like, that, that sounds terrible. You know, like to me, I'm like, ew, a lesson plan. Well, a cow, she's like, yeah. Yeah, right. So it's like you just have something in you. And I feel like if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. But it's there you know and if it's not there again you haven't tried enough things
1: and you also have to be willing to let your purpose find you as well um you have to be willing to take a step back and have conversations that might be like a little bit defeating at first maybe but you have to stick it out long enough to like get to the end of all of that shit because whenever you feel I feel like whenever it's harder for you to find your purpose that means you have to do a little more extra work than the next person does
0: yeah so I think what you're saying is like be willing to accept something if you find it you know oh yeah when you said like yeah let it come to you okay be willing to accept it yeah like
1: how people are just like
0: um you need to be willing to receive love
1: you need to be willing to receive your purpose yeah you need to be willing to receive whatever life is handing you and try it out take it for a ride if it doesn't work return it yeah hop on a new car
0: I think I had said in our self-acceptance episode I was like you know the thing that makes you feel a little weird or a little different is generally your superpower in life and I think that applies here. You know, I think that whatever it is about you, cause I'm right now, I'm like running through all these people in my head that I love. And I'm like, I can so easily to me, I can so easily pinpoint what sets each of them apart from the rest and how that particular trait is what draws me to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I love seeing people take this one thing that they have and just be it so confidently. And then I can think of other people I know. And it's like, you just want them to be able to tap into their own magic the way that you can see it and, Go full force and be like, fuck yeah. Like, I want this to be something I do for the rest of my life. And that doesn't mean a career. Like, take the Kevin Hart example. Like, he just loves to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And, like, yes, he makes a bunch of money doing it. But, like, that, to me, is something that he just exudes. He's just hilarious. Like, just, he doesn't have to try. I mean, to me. I know some people don't think he is. But quite a lot of people think he's funny. So, clearly, he's doing something right. Um, You know, or just whoever. Like, it could just be walking into a room and you know you're going to make people laugh. And that... In turn, you're giving something back. Like, if that's just a part of who you are, there are some people who are just naturally fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Caitlin. Our friend Caitlin. Yeah, she's really It's hilarious. And, like, Caitlin's she doesn't try at all. Like, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. Like, there are just some people, there's just something about them. And if you don't tap into it, it's going to pass you by.
1: and For you sure. And you
0: won't ever get a chance to make a career or not make a career out of it, you know? But I agree with what you said about not, you know, being okay with accepting it. Like, let's say you wanted to be a fucking dentist and then we're, we're sitting here saying, okay, well, let's try some things, you know, be willing to open yourself up to trying things. Let's say someone wants to be a dentist and they go volunteer at like a woman's shelter and they fall in love with that field and they fall in love with that kind of a service. Are you going to be willing to, if you could, if you couldn't have both, would you be willing to give up a job that would probably pay you more? To go follow something that makes your heart happy and that you have a passion for. Those are th- those are things I think that often come up in, in the adult life is like you know you want something and you hear it in every fucking Disney movie. It's like it's not it's not my dream dad it's yours like you know you always oh, whenever hear that people
1: live through their kids. But is that disgusting. not what they're talking
0: about? Like yeah. Troy Bolton was like no like my purpose my is to musical. entertain you know my purpose is to provide people emotion through my voice and friggin. The other guy, the dad, was like, "No, but you're gonna play basketball, you know." Like that's like a prime example. He could, he was gonna go to the NBA. I mean, I don't know I don't how he was just wiped
1: to I don't but, think Troy Bol- Bolton was gonna make it that far. I think that's but, like the idea they were trying you know, to place in his His passion was singing with Vanessa Ann Hutchins.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. She's you she's wonderful. Yeah. Music in me. And so, okay, so I guess that kind of segues. So we, I think we kind of just covered like the how. <laughs> <laughs> Not the song, but we're talking about <laughs> the passion part of what you just said. Yeah, we. T- I think we covered the how. So things that you can try. I think volunteer, whether that be at a woman's shelter, the humane society, um, daycares or preschools. If you have a passion for kids, um, the fucking YMCA. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think like where else like people generally. Oh, soup kitchens, mm-hmm. maybe. Like if you are have an interest in kind of like humanitarian Service. work. Yeah. Um, or like we said, like or humane societies, things like that. You could also try like painting, drawing, writing, reading. You know, these are just like different hobbies. Like you could try different avenues
1: for you to express yourself. Yeah. Um, and just open up your yeah. mind to like a bunch of different things.
0: You can try a whole bunch of different shit. You could go biking. Like you could just end up falling in love. As long as it's not something.
1: anything like illegal, the world is your oyster.
0: Right. Honestly. no. Yeah, no, no. Like there's a lot of different things I think that you can try and something might just click or you put yourself in situations with different kind of people and you see this side of your personality start to come out and you're like, I haven't met this part of myself. Before. Who are you? Right. Bro. Like, and I think we've all kind of been there where you, you notice yourself kind of like becoming better around certain people in mm-hmm. certain environments. Like, I, I think we say that a lot, like tap into that. Like I noticed it for me, I think so much this past year it was like when I was really like coming
1: out. To who you are? Yes.
0: And it was <laughs> coming out. Com- not coming out. Not coming out. Jessica's
1: not a lesbian. No,
0: I'm not. Sometimes I wish. Um <laughs> It's
1: okay. I know. A couple of people probably Aaliyah...
0: wish they were lesbians. Alexa wouldn't date me though. No. Uh, I we've talked about it at great length. I love you so much. It's though. okay though. Um so yeah, I don't know. Try a lot of things. <laughs> or like go to like um like pro- protest rallies. Like I don't know what yeah. the proper word. Try protest. something like that. Like maybe like a... you fall in love with something like that you know like being an advocate like a social advocate a justice advocate you know or if you're in college take a bunch of different classes
1: please if you're in college take a bunch of different classes because you're paying so much money and fucking tuition mm-hmm. get your money's worth and find your yeah. passion while you're in college
0: i had a friend take a, a psychology of marriage class and she was like in awe of that psych of marriage is a really good class mm-hmm. though. so i feel Very like good class. you could take um like a law class and maybe you're like wow i have a really big passion for like those are legislature really good classes um I'm in a class right now I don't know why it's an elective that I had to take um it's about like the school system and all the things that are wrong with it you know maybe you're like, <laughs> like I want to engage in that you know I think there are so many and I think this is the thing too it's like if you want to try new things you have to be willing to learn right like you have to be able to like learn something new because you're not going to be an expert if you're trying something new So if you're an expert in whatever you're an expert in now, and it's still not making you feel alive, then that probably means you need to go learn something new. And put yourself in an experience where you don't know a fucking thing.
1: Put yourself in a new environment. Put yourself around new people.
0: Yes. Well, then
1: that'll bring out a different side of you for sure.
0: Yeah, and then I think it's like almost like the law of attraction thing. Where like the more you kind of put yourself in situations to learn something specific you kind of notice it popping up in a bunch of different other areas of mm-hmm. your life like for example like when i became when i joined the team at target i was learning a lot about different like cultural things from like alia and our old boss charity our friend erica like ever like a lot of people like all the blacks well i wasn't gonna say it <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But All the blacks. The essence of what she's saying is true. Um, and so I was really, like, asking a lot of questions about stuff like that. And I think I was always very respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to understand because I had never just, been in.
1: Which is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't, obviously, I'll never understand. But I wanted to try. Yeah. Because um, I'd never been in a situation like that before. And there was just so many things that started to click for me. And I realized, like, damn. Like, and obviously it's not my parents' fault that I grew up in the town I grew up and I just realized like, damn, like I was, I had no idea. Like I just, I didn't even know what I didn't know until I started asking questions. And I remember our old boss Charity said to me one day, she's like, you know, like I really appreciate how much you just want to learn. And from all those conversations in my counseling classes, they have a massive emphasis on being culturally competent. And I remember saying in this class one time, we're talking about whether or not everyone in the room thought they were culturally competent. And I remember saying, I was like, I don't think you're, I don't think anyone are culturally proficient. And I said, I don't really think anyone is ever going to be culturally proficient no. because there are so many things that you just will never know or understand. Yeah. You have to just, I mean, the thing is like, yes, I think a lot of people boil it down to like, you know, a skin color or a race, but it is so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I will never be able to sit as a counselor if Leah walked into my you know, room. Obviously, we have a great therapeutic relationship, but I would never, I'd have to ask those questions to her specifically just as an individual be person. be able to relate
1: to my struggles or relate to my struggles
0: in that way. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So I think that's kind of like the gist of what we're getting at is like you have to put yourself in positions where you don't know anything and be okay with that. I think a lot of times we just want to be right so bad that we stay miserable. And you also don't have to be right all the time, so that no, and that's annoying. No, so and it's okay to that. be wrong, and it's yeah. okay to like it's like admit normal. that. It's actually more normal. It's like, than it's like yeah. actually kind of normal to like not know everything, and it's okay to realize like the way you have been living isn't the best way to be living. Like I just think sometimes and it's never we admit too late to that. change. Yeah,
1: how you're living to better accommodate how you want to live in the future.
0: I think sometimes we just get to a point, or some people get to a point where they like don't feel like there's a better way for them. You know, like the, it's like a hopelessness of like guess this is just always how I'm gonna live. But I don't
1: think, and you don't have to live life like that that is such no. a sad way to live life
0: but honestly. i think it does boil down to the trying new things like i think you have to just put yourself and it's in, scary in but if if it's
1: scary for you to branch out and try new things bring someone along with you to try those things with you even if they don't have any passion for it like if somebody asked me to come do like hot yoga with them I don't want to fucking do hot yoga. I actually have been wanting to try hot yoga, but I don't like being like sweaty. Anyways, I'll do that. um, So, but like if somebody who's passionate, like if they're just like, I want to try hot yoga. Aaliyah, will you come? Be like, yeah, I kind of don't want to do hot yoga, but if this is something that you want to like venture out and do, and if it makes you uncomfortable, and if you will feel more comfortable having me there or having somebody else there, yeah, I'll do it with you. So see if you have a friend that will literally go along with this, this one different endeavor with you. And maybe yeah. that'll open their eyes to something new.
0: It can be something as simple as hot yoga, right? Like someone can be such, have such a passion, such a purpose for something like hot yoga or story time, small one. Um, I was, had a lecture, guest lecture the other day. I haven't told you this. And, um, she is a counselor and through her university that her alumni university.
1: Oh, is this home in the bathroom?
0: Mm, no, but it was that class, but a guest lecture okay. in that class. Um, and she every year goes to Kenya for three weeks and does, and does intensive trauma therapy with, um, a bunch of different groups of kids. Some are in an orphanage, some are in like an inpatient substance abuse center, some are in a school in like a very poverty stricken area and they go for three weeks and they do intensive trauma therapy with these kids and it works. And it's crazy because here it would take, let's use me for example, years, actual years, and so she's talking about this and just the, you can just tell, like, she's just so invested in this project. And I went and got her phone number at the end of that lecture because I was like, whatever this is, I want to be part of it. You know, like, you have to be willing. bring like, yourself out there. And, like, I, we're talking about me going to Kenya. Like, I Jessica joined Barlow in Kenya. I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> But I, I want to be a part of it. Whatever mm. it is, I want to know how it works. I want to mm. see the intensive trauma therapy with these kids. Because like, you don't think about, they don't have access to that kind of oh, private practice, not. right? No. Like, and it's not, and I was talking to my dad about it. He's like, you know, I never thought about it like that. Like their problems are ju- need just as much of that kind of a, a solution that we already hardly have enough access to. Don't even have enough access to in our country.
1: then insurances don't even cover our enough. very
0: industrialized country. We still don't have universal health care. Well, that, but also access to private practice or, that, or just like clinically trained professionals. So, this group of like 20 of them go and spend three weeks with different groups of 18 year olds, zero to 18 year olds. I mean, obviously not zero. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, kids. Um, it's just it's crazy stuff that you just have to open your up your eyes to because I would never have thought to go to Africa and do intensive trauma therapy but like I want to be a part of it they see a lot of shit in a day Mm -hmm. like she was telling some stories we don't have to get into it but it, it was such a powerful moment for me to realize like damn like I thought all the work I was gonna do was in this country and now here I am like could I do more somewhere else too? Absolutely. You know? And so I feel like even I, someone who is so concrete in my purpose, and I think it'll always be the same, I'm even now going, I need to go learn something new. Right. You know, I need to go put myself in a different scenario. Even with you knowing your
1: purpose, there are certain like subcategories of your purpose that are still ever evolving.
0: Yeah, and that's so, out of like that's a great example of just something being so outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. And knowing that like doing something like that would potentially be the greatest experience I've ever had in my entire life. And sometimes it takes that. And, like, that's a massive global example, literally global, but it doesn't have to be. I think the essence of that is, like... It it, can be super small scale. Like you said, it could be hot yoga, you know? Like, (laughs) it it really can. It just is about... It could be
1: hot yoga, Because then
0: there's people who love it so much, and then they go and they teach other people how to live a more, like, quote-unquote, zen lifestyle. That's great. I love that. Like, I am a big believer in that kind of a lifestyle, or for other people. I mean, I personally can't fully get there. I talk to my water. I do pretty good about that. Yeah, you do talk to um So yeah, I just think there's a lot of different avenues that you can take and just find something to be passionate about. I mean, you don't always have to be instilled like with a love of surfing, you know, or like whatever it is. Like you have to try something to know you're passionate about it or you have to live through something to know you're passionate about it, you know. I feel like the gift that I have and the passion that I have and the purpose that I have is obviously, yes, I believe it's something that's within me, but I also think it was a product of my life. So, yes, to a degree, I feel like it's just who I am, but it's because I was built from a very young age. And that's like my personal experience, that's not everyone's experience. So I feel like whatever it is for you, no one's path is the exact same. No one finds their passion at the right time. Some people have the same purpose for 50 plus years. Some people have a purpose for every season of their life. And that's okay. I just think you have to be willing to step outside and be like, damn, like, I don't like what's going on in my nine to five. I wonder what I could do in the hours that I get off work, you know, or whatever to see something else. Mm -hmm. And maybe something about that clicks. That could be traveling.
1: Experiencing new things. Putting yourself in new environments and in new walks of life you can open so many doors. And whenever you open those doors, you can potentially find your purpose. So I feel like you could accidentally find your purpose, too. Um, once again, you just have to be willing to accept um, and let in different things. Things that may be extremely different than what you're used to. Um, but like I said, sometimes it's completely necessary for that growth to happen, especially if you don't see it happening. And with your everyday normal routine, you have to switch up your routine. You have to change yeah. something. No matter how like big or small it is.
0: I mean, people love you for a reason. And I think if that's somewhere to start, I think you should start there. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, what do you have that, not that not anyone else does, but like, what do you have that people tend to draw to?
1: Or what do you have that sets you apart from other people?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I feel like even though, like, of course, everyone is, different but you also can relate to people you can have similarities with people but no one is going to be exactly like you so I feel like no matter who you are and no matter how close your story is to another person how much how close you might think it is something about you will definitely set you apart from the next person yeah you just have to figure out what that is like what that something is and it's worth searching for.
0: and from there I think that can kind of take you on your next set of adventures you know like if you're like the type of person that you know it's always like the life of the party and Why? spontaneous you know maybe go try a cross country road trip see if you fall in love with that like you know i can think of my friends right now or people that i know now and i'm like i can see you dropping everything and just going mm-hmm. and what if you just fall in love with that you know and then you can start a whole lifestyle about how to teaching other people how to travel safely or you know you, you have people who are just so maternal Like, to their core, they're just such maternal people. And you just, when you're around them, you get that, like, motherly essence. And then that person can grow up and be a foster mom Mm -hmm. and take in kids who really need a home. Like, all of those, like, big endeavors in life stem from something about that person that stands, stands apart from the rest of their being. Like, that one trait that, even if it's not in comparison to the person to your right, is, like, an extension of who you are like it just steps out a little bit farther when you enter a room and that's always why we say who do you show up as because that one thing about you like it's like your heart and like like in the Grinch when it like and it like comes out of his skin (laughs) you're talking about that's like what it's like that's like the visual I'm having it's like whatever that trait is for you like it'll it show prominence it will and other people notice it yeah like you I feel like have such like a nurturing But, like, badass energy about you to where Mm. I can see you going into a justice system, but I can also see you leading a team of young women, which you've done before with your dance girls. Mm, Yeah. Right? Like, it's always been there. You've always had it. Like, just like with me, I don't think, I don't can't remember a single time in my life that I was not, you know, that listening ear for any single person that ever needed me. Yeah, That was always who I was, you know? It didn't, it wasn't about being in college and being like this kind of like I really like this psychology class like (laughs) or whatever you know for me it was just a part of me that was always there and then I was like wait like who I am fits this career but again it doesn't necessarily have to be a career um it can it can be whatever the fuck you want it to be but if it makes you happy and you're not hurting anybody else or yourself then go for it maybe you like to garden go garden like you know, you, you'll never know until you find out. I thought out. you
1: were about to hit me with the fucking analogy and I was not no, ready. No,
0: but I can. No,
1: it's okay. You don't we're have to. We're
0: all like flowers. <laughs> <laughs> we're all like flowers. So yeah, I feel like if this wasn't tangible advice, I hope it at least gave you a kick up the ass to go try something new and open your eyes and like learn from other and people. And if it didn't,
1: let this be the kick up your ass to go and try something new.
0: Yeah, learn. Learn something literally anything learn something from this even if you work whatever your workplace is if there's a different department maybe go learn a little bit more about that department you know i don't know like just take what you already have and just try something a little bit different fucking run with it and then take something something that you have right now
1: something that you might be a little bit interested in fuse the fucking two together see what you get and try that shit out
0: great like see
1: where it takes you you
0: could be an adult and be like damn like I kind of wanna like go to the gym but you're like like me and you're just like not the gym. You know, never the gym. You know, you not could that. join like my parents used to do like um like adult like softball leagues. Like you could do something like that and then you realize you're like damn, like I miss playing sports. And then you can go be a coach for like mm-hmm. kids and I then like help the them setting. grow up. Yeah, or like a club if you like used to play like a sport. Mm-hmm. You could go coach now like the younger versions of you because coaches have a massive impact. Yeah, they do. Um so just that's like another our example. Do. Right. So that's another example of just something that you can do and it doesn't take, it's not a giant leap. You know, you don't have to have it all figured out tomorrow, but just start with something that you want to do because what you want to do is going to lead you to what you're passionate about and that'll lead you straight to your purpose. So start at the very big, at the very bottom, what I said earlier, figure out what you like to do when you don't feel like you need to be doing anything else. Figure out what makes you happy and run with it Mm -hmm. and see how far it'll take you. I think you'll be surprised. Like, the things you'll tap into. I feel like that'll take you pretty far, though. Because I think, for example, like, your situation to me is such a great example of that. Of, like, let me tap into this personality trait I see forming. And I see kind of, like, taking precedence over everything else. And let me see how far that can take me. And now you're about to go lead a team of young women. You know, like, that's that's a great example of just noticing something about yourself that you can't shake. And letting it guide you. Mm. And it doesn't have to be super, like... Doesn't, Rome wasn't built in a day. Just try It doesn't something. have to be
1: something fucking monumental. And I'll just say this before we wrap this up. I really think whenever it comes to finding your purpose, you have to stop comparing yourself to other people and the track and the path that other people are on because not everyone finds their purpose at the exact same age. Not everyone finds their purpose at the exact same point in life. Um, and so just because you are at a certain age and you see other people doing things that you might not be doing, I don't care if you're 18 or fucking 47, you see people doing things that you are not doing and you automatically think that you are not doing something correctly because, oh, all these other people are living their life like this, or, oh, all these people have all these great and amazing opportunities and I don't. Well, find find one. You Sometimes you have to go the extra mile that not all other people have to do which really fucking sucks but that's just how it is sometimes and it can be way more rewarding whenever you take the time Mm -hmm. to find out what your passions are and you take the time to step outside of your comfort zone and
0: just give it a whirl some people's passions might lead them to a six-figure job yours might be something that you do on the weekends yeah right like i think that's the essence of what you're saying about the Mm -hmm. comparison thing you can't expect that your passion is going to be six figures because you can't put a price on it, unfortunately. I wish <laughs> I wish you could.
1: Um, but with your passions, it just needs to be something that brings you ultimate and genuine joy, I
0: think. It makes you glad that you're like here doing, doing, doing this life thing. thing. Yeah. And I think with that, I kind of wanted to touch on something really quick.
1: Yes. Um,
0: just to wrap us up and kind of leave us with something. So we all know, um, I think, for the most part about the very tragic loss um, that happened a couple days ago and what loss well,
1: miss america mm-hmm. uh, miss usa mm-hmm.
0: yeah um so i wanted to say something about that because you know you see whenever these tragic things happen and you see it a lot these days unfortunately and you have for a while um you you see a lot of check on your friends and i think that's a great sentiment what i would also like to say is educate yourself on the warning signs yeah of suicide also Educate yourself on the warning signs of depression. Um, educate yourself on the warning signs of really, like, debilitating anxiety. Um, you can even... I mean, I wouldn't suggest looking at things about personality disorders because I think that leads into a really dark hole of trying to yeah, diagnose yeah. people that have done you wrong, don't which try we don't want to diagnose. do. But <laughs> especially, I think, for depression and, and suicidal ideation, I think that you it's more than just checking on your friends educate yourself mm-hmm. on the warning signs um a lot of times there are things there are signs that are there and i think the problem is people don't notice that that it's there
1: or maybe they notice it and they're just in denial right of noticing it just because of how a person carries themselves like mm-hmm. she was miss usa right and people think that oh my god that that's like fucking top tier how could you be unhappy people are unhappy every single fucking day just because you're miss usa and just because you're a fucking millionaire you're a rapper you're a singer you're a poet you're an artist does not make you less sad and have any less of like mental health concerns that the next person has just because you have this extra thing in life that most other people don't
0: right i think it's about more than being kind more than loving each other which obviously you guys all know i'm both of us are very big advocates for mm-hmm. those sentiments but i think beyond everything and this is what i'm going to spend the rest of my life pushing for in the education system is be knowledgeable about the subject that you're speaking on yeah do not i feel like we have to don't talk just wait. talk <laughs> yes we have to stop waiting until something tragic happens to call attention to it yeah. right because then it always it always happens that way something mm-hmm. tragic happens people talk about it and then it just gets pushed under the rug again yeah. Never stop talking about it, but make sure that when you're talking about it, you're speaking from an educated, knowledgeable place. And that doesn't mean you have a degree. That means you take five minutes out of your day to read a credible source and learn information about the problem.
1: And if you are one of those people that are just like, oh, you know, I need to check on my people, check on my people. Um, I'll be super vulnerable. I lost a friend yesterday, even though probably, we found out yesterday, but it was probably like two nights ago, not yesterday night, but the night before that. Um, and it kind of like shook me pretty hard because I haven't had a loss like that since like 2012, I think. And so whenever like I saw all these people posting about him and they're just like, Oh my God, no, no, no. There, there was just like times where Like Jess was saying, you need to see the warning signs. There were, there were warning signs with him and there were times that you could tell that he wasn't his best, like just looking back on posts and things. So you have to do more than just check up on people. You have to pay attention to like, what the fuck is going on?
0: Yeah. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to how they're acting or pay attention to how they're acting. Look at behaviors, you know, and it's not just about your strong friends. You're not strong friends or your quiet friends. You're not quiet friends. Like there are everybody serious warning signs and you need to be on the lookout for those be a good friend and look out for there was a time in my life that my signs were there and now looking back you know I can see how prevalent they were but I don't think as many people were educated even in 2017 as they are now but we still have a long way to go yeah for sure so you know I wish that it was more common back then to say hold on let's not just be aware let's be educated yeah because um, that might maybe it would have saved me of a, a lot of heartache yeah so with all that being said I just think it would have been remiss of us to not speak on that yeah um, given what our content is about so we love you guys so much it's unscripted it's unapologetic it's unlicensed, unlicensed podcast. podcast bye